Okay, everyone, uh, welcome to our latest podcast. I'm delighted to announce that we have an amazing short film called Signal with us in this festival. It's a nearly 14-minute film. And this film, a, a quick brief synopsis about a Polish officer imprisoned in an off-flag who receives a hidden message. And following the event, he decides to escape from prison. And for those of you that want to know what an off-flag is, it was a type of prisoner of war camp for officers which the German army established in World War One, in accordance with the requirements of the 1899 Convention and also World War II in accordance with the requirements of the Geneva Convention. And interestingly, if officers were not required to work at an off-lag, I've got two gentlemen representing this film uh, and I'm delighted to have with us Patrick Druge, who's the DOP, and Christoph Rimscher, who's the writer-director of this fantastic film. Gentlemen, congratulations and thank you for joining me. Thank you. Normally, I'd get straight into the um, uh, the background of this film, but just before I do that, a couple of things I really want to mention up front. Uh, and I know Patrick, you're on the call, but a big shout—I mean, to everyone involved—it's a fantastic film. Um, I'd really like to talk about. Uh, there's a reason for this because obviously people want to see this film. The 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 um, the uniforms, incredible. Uh, so you know how you whoever you got in for that, and Patrick, the cinematography and sound design actually. Um, so, uh, yeah, Christoph, if you can just tell us very quickly about who, who, who did you get into do the uniforms for this one? It looks really authentic. Uh, okay, so in Poland we have uh, reconstruction groups, uh, one group uh, that uh, basically deals with uh, Polish army uh, from the Second World War and the second one that deals with, well, Germans as well. Uh, oh, the uniform is absolutely spot. I mean, it really is. Really, I mean, obviously, the, the uniforms, the uniforms are are actually authentic. I mean, uh, they are made uh, post-war, of course. They are not yeah. from war times, but uh, you know, the the eye for the detail, the the way they they use materials, uh, the, the way they crafted this, like one to one, uh, when it comes to the the original ones. Uh, that's why they look so good. They really do look good. They look fantastic. And, and uh, Patrick, thank you for for that translation. Yeah, as I mentioned very briefly, the cinematography, sound design on this uh, as well. Was, uh, I'm a real big fan of sound design as well. But um, what's, in, what's involved to do this? Because I'm assuming there's lots of colour correction in this, and, but the way it looks is, is absolutely amazing. It's really sublime to look at. What's, what's involved? Because I'm, I'm, obviously you're working with Christoph to get the look that you all want. But just give us a flavour because... I'm always fascinated because I say it's only a 15-minute film, but no doubt this took weeks to put together. But what, what would be required for a typical, just to get one or two minutes of footage that you really like from the, as a cinematographer's point of view, just give us an idea of flavour what's required to get that. Well, basically the workflow is almost uh, kind of kind of similar. Uh, doesn't really depend on, on uh, the movie. The workflow is almost uh, almost the same with Chris, with me and Chris. Yeah. Uh, when after I read the script, uh, in my imagination, I, I kind of see the look of the film, how I would like it to, how I would like the film to look. Yeah. Uh, both when it comes to colors, color mixing, uh, color palette in general. Yeah. Uh, the light, the quality of the light, uh, all of those uh, those things come to my mind just after reading this uh, the script. Mm -hmm. uh, and after that, uh, me and Chris uh, prepare a storyboard. Yeah, uh, just to sort of uh, establish the the general look of the film in general, and uh, looking at the storyboard, well, basically I communicate with the rest of of my team uh, of the film crew how I would like uh, particular departments to work. 
when it comes to light, when it comes to costume design, when it comes to set design as well. Uh, so basically, that's 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 the first thing we do after reading the script. We we prepare the mood board. Okay. No, thank you. And as like I say, it does look d- d- divine. Okay. So over to you, Christoph. And and um, where did this idea come from? How what's what's the background to this film? Powiedz Patrick tak, że do przede wszystkim. Okay. So basically, Chris is try was trying to. Mm, create his uh, first uh, like official cinema debut yeah. uh, from quite some time right now along with me it's uh, it's the, it's taking place uh, from over the year right now mm-hmm. and our idea was to our idea was to prepare like a short film that will be a summary of the well let's say of the maybe not the, the plot of the official film the this uh, full length feature that we were that we are working on yeah. <clears throat> uh, but basically a short that will give potential producers uh, and collaborators the, the idea of how the film uh, should look how, mm-hmm. how we would like it to look yeah and also uh, that will be a help for us uh, to gain trust uh, for these people since uh, the, this official uh, full and feature will be our debut we want to convince them that uh, it's a good investment to let's say invest in the in this uh, final film mm-hmm. uh, and and we will be able to produce something that will be, you know, and that they could be proud of as well, and uh, that we can uh, sort of uh, finish uh, the film in a way that it will look attractive. Okay, so right now, since uh, this short uh, is only like, you know, a few minutes long, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. we wanted to prepare something uh, that is without dialogue, only action-driven, yeah. uh, just to show the potential of uh, the place of this uh, Silberberg uh, fortification. It's in Polish, it's uh, Srebrna Góra. That's uh, the place when we were when we were shooting. Uh, we wanted uh, to, to show, to depict how beautiful uh, the place is uh, and how many possibilities uh, there how, how much how many possibilities there are just to you know uh, prepare in terms of the the um the interiors that you used i know you mentioned it what was involved to to actually find that and also to get permission to film there and actually that's uh, the best part of the story because uh, all of the interiors Mm-hmm. In the film, you can see them basically as they are there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's the actual condition. Uh, there was almost no set design involved uh, in this short as of now. Uh, so the thing is that uh, major part of this uh, fortification was uh, already renovated. Yeah. That's why why it looks uh, as it. That's why it looks as good as it looks it does look. uh, right now, because you know you can see basically that it looks uh, fantastic. And as I mentioned, uh, almost no almost no set design was uh, involved in this production. Basically, we just uh, had to you know move around uh, some shelves, chairs, uh, tables, and whatsoever. Uh, and the next part is uh, that uh, that's why uh, this fortification, the the organization that runs it is mm. uh, so interested in uh, in letting us uh, film the the final feature and this short as well wow. uh, it's because uh, yeah they they are interested uh, because they that's also you know kind of uh, like marketing campaign for them as well 
Of course it is. And and that, again, you've preempted my next question, which was um, how far along is the proposed feature film in terms of a draft script, or perhaps you've got one ready? Uh, and part of that question was going to be, would you be utilising the same interiors, which you kind of answered would be a big yes. But wh where are you in terms of the feature film? I mean, uh, uh, in terms of, sorry, let me rephrase that. Where are you in terms of the planning for a potential feature film? We have the script almost ready, uh, yeah. along with uh, treatment and like basic documentation. Uh, we have uh, location scouting uh, on site done already because yeah. we had to do the location, location sc scouting uh, just to prepare this uh, short. So everything is already, you know, photographed, filmed uh, and planned in that conditions. Uh, what else? Uh, we have a list of uh, potential, potential sponsors and co-producers, also companies that are willing to participate in the project in terms of uh, film gear, um, lighting and whatsoever. Yeah. As of now, we are searching for the main investor. Chris wanted to mention that uh, me and Chris, we both basically uh, finished film school. Uh, Chris graduated in directing me in uh, cinematography. Yeah. Uh, but since uh, this uh, final film, this uh, full feature, a uh, full length feature will be our debut. Well, basically, we are not that renowned in Poland. And that's why we created this short film uh, just to gain trust of potential investors, as I already mentioned, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we have uh, the documentation done, uh, scout location done. We have script. We have uh, so we have the list of uh, potential co-producers and the right, and we have this short prepared that will be also kind of uh, you know advertisement for us and for our for, and for our uh, capabilities. And that's uh, that's how we want to do to search for this uh, main producer right now. Also, the film festivals will be of quite help. Yeah. Maybe we'll meet uh, somebody there or, or get someone's attention, you know. Yeah, of course. And I think Signal is a really, really good example of how when people, I mean, we might say proof of concept, but, you know, it's, uh, you, you know what I'm getting at in terms of mm. you're trying to show a vision. But it's a really good example of how it's really important to produce a real high quality short film to showcase potential feature film. Because I've seen this on a number of occasions where people would produce short films, you know, to... Um, to, to try and gain some traction, but then they fall down because they haven't done a very, you know, the quality isn't there, which clearly isn't the case with Signal. Because, mm. I mean, if you this is pretty much one of your first ventures, your first venture, you've both done really, really well. It's really quality films, really great work. Um, and what's yeah. also interesting, and this is my personal opinion, I think films that are based in World War II always seem to be of interest to people. I can think of a few films recently, like Fury, which I thought was absolutely amazing. Um, Evening Glorious Bastards, which I know was just a mess around with history. But actually, but the point I'm trying to make is film based in the Second World War is done well. People are interested in in that particular part of history. I, I don't know if you agree with that, but, you know, it's just a feeling that I have. That's... Saving Private Ryan and so on, there's loads of them, isn't there? Uh... Okay, when it comes uh, to World War II in Polish cinema, it's kind of tricky, I might say, because uh, plenty of uh, war films uh, already 
uh, were developed uh, connected with uh, Polish history in the uh, yeah. Second World War. Yeah, cool. And also, uh, when it comes to our history of our nation in Second World War, it's it's been really tough on us. I mean, not not only on us, obviously, uh, but I think uh, in many terms uh, on on Poles specifically. That's why we we didn't want uh, this short film to be too drastic. Uh, yeah. We we rather wanted to concentrate on interesting plot uh, that would immerse uh, the audience in some yeah, yeah. interesting story that won't be that brutal. Now I understand exactly what you're driving at. That's, that's exactly the same uh, the same yeah. plan with uh, this uh, this final full and feature that we're aiming on. So yeah. the story will be. Mm, based on actual events, yeah, but we don't want to mm, to put focus on those like uh, the most brutal aspects of the war. I know exactly what you're driving. Obviously, with with the history of the World War Two, but I think actually something you said and this and, and Shannon's film is absolutely spot on. I think this story that you've made and what the the, the character you set or the drive of that part of it. I could see how it would be a feature film. And I know you obviously got we've all got to tread carefully when it comes to certain aspects of anyone, but you know, the World War II. But I think what you've done is really smart. And, and I understand, you know, what you're driving, like I said, what you're driving at. But and it's difficult because people most people wouldn't have seen this film. And obviously, I have. But you know, I, I think um the way you framed it, and what I mean by framed it is the way you've made the film is exceptionally good. And I think it's a very clever move to do it the way you've done it. Um and I can see. Because to be honest with you, even before I, I, we had scheduled the Zoom call, I kind of had, I was pretty certain that this was a a uh, uh, a potential being a feature film. It was so obvious in terms of the way you put it together. So I'm not entirely surprised that you are pushing to make this into a feature. Well, that's exactly what we, what we want to accomplish. And we put uh, plenty of work uh, for this film, uh, well, Basically, to happen in the upcoming months, yeah. And we hope that we will that we will get some interest uh, either on festivals or maybe for some agents or or meetings here in Poland or maybe abroad. Yeah, uh, that uh, somebody will uh, will basically be interested in uh, in producing this uh, this final image, because I think the story is uh, really interesting and well, as you can uh, see by watching this short, I think uh, we can it can be crafted beautifully by us. What's also interesting about this uh, story is uh, that it's uh, action-packed. Uh, yeah. You can you can make a real brilliant uh, action movie out of this uh, story, but it's really unknown when it comes uh, to Polish uh, World War II uh, history. Uh, not many people know know about it. No film and no book uh, as of now were uh, produced uh, and were, that were driven by this story. It's it's unique uh, and we would be the first to discover it and to show it to the uh, bigger audience. Uh, well, please, uh, Chris also wanted to mention that uh, the Oflag in uh, Silver in Srebrenica was uh, really small, and yeah. only the of in only the officers uh, that tr that escaped uh, from other Oflags and other prisons uh, were put uh, to this specific place, and uh, Germans wanted it to be, to be like. Uh, the toughest to escape prison for for officers. Yeah. Um, but did they succeed or not? Well, that's that will be the story of our of our film. Okay, no spoilers here. Yeah. Um, couple of things, uh, gentlemen. Um, what was the fun? What was the most fun? Because I know, look, 
I know filmmaking is really bloody hard. I mean, most people don't realise it because they just see the glitz and glamour, but I know it's very tough. What, but what was the most fun about making this film? So uh, for crazy in general, the shooting period is uh, the part of uh, filmmaking process that is least, uh, least fun. Uh, for, for Chris, uh, the most uh, fun part is uh, the editing, uh, which he has also performed. Uh, when uh, he can see the the, um, the footage uh, that we that we were able to craft, yeah. and he, he see those uh, elements of this puzzle, you know, formatting a big picture, and he can see also the resemblance uh, from the story in the script, uh, his vision that that he had in mind, and the final product uh, that he's uh, editing currently at the time. And when it comes to me, uh, well, basically, I'm quite the opposite. For me, shooting period is the most interesting uh, and most fun of uh, most fun part uh, of the filmmaking process. Uh, me, I like uh, to see um, the resemblance uh, of the vision that I created in my mind, the process when it when this vision comes to life while being on a film set. Uh, so the moment when we turn on the lights. Uh, we have our actors on set, we have uh, the camera set, the optics chosen, uh, we have the, col the colors mixed, uh, the, the textures from the set design uh, playing uh, playing role as well. We have a play of uh, light and shadow and all of this uh, becomes a combination and, the, and the results in finite, final image that uh, I've seen uh, previously in my in, only in my imagination. Uh, so I think that's uh, the most funny, uh, the, the most amusing uh, process in the filmmaking for me. Patrick, I completely agree with you. I do some commercial drone work on the side. I do quite a lot of commercial drone work when I can. Um, I love flying the drone and filming. I can edit, but I hate editing. I find it an absolute chore. Mm -hmm. And especially when people say, can you start colour correcting? And it just LUTs and all that other stuff, which I really just don't want to do because I find the whole bloody thing a bind. I can do it and I have done it. I don't want to do it unless I'm actually pushed to. Because the problem is, and I'm sure not with you too, because obviously you work very well, but you know yourself when you're filming and it's other people's vision is not the necessarily the same as yours. So something that should be two minutes can be two minutes, but it won't be two minutes because it'll be two weeks because you've got to edit the way they want it and colour correct it. So I find all that very difficult. Um, so I'm totally with you on that. Um, one question did pop into my mind was, because you said something quite interesting about the editing, I'm assuming because you storyboarded, because obviously that saves time and saves money, mm. does that mean the production is leaner because you had less editing to do because you kind of knew what you were doing even before you start? I suppose it's a bit of a crazy question. So what I'm trying to say is, in a roundabout kind of way, is how much time does storyboarding save? Uh, so uh, the amount of time we saved was absolutely enormous, but it's worth to mention that uh, aside from doing storyboard that we <clears throat> that we of course uh, prepared, yeah. we we also did a test shooting, uh, not with uh, not with actors, uh, but uh, with our friends mm -hmm. on actual locations. Lovely. Uh, and we basically shot the whole movie. Just using like you know mirrorless camera and and, and prime lenses, not, not the ones that we that we've used uh, later on during the shooting, but uh, something just to uh, also show the crew 
so everybody would know what is the actual take that we're working on right now and how we want it to, to look when it comes to camera movement, the actor movement uh, and whatsoever. Uh, that's why uh, storyboard and this, uh, let's say, initial storyboardish-like film that we prepared during location scouting, well, that saved us probably, you know, two to three days of additional shooting uh, while waiting on actual film set. So we had everything uh, prepared earlier. If you would like to submit to one of our festivals, please go to 